Check one, two, one, two. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Keith Roberson, a.k.a. Robe the King. And you are listening to The Adventures of Robe the King and His Unpopular Opinion. Today, doing another segment episode, um, you know, just trying to keep up with the times and stay up with what's going on. And then just, again, just stay in you guys' ear, right? Um, wanted to talk about this, uh, this, uh, Michael B. Jordan, um, interview that he had on the red carpet recently. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, I've made some comments and it seems like people are really upset about this, (laughs) but what, or let me not say upset, but feel strongly, right. Feel strongly, um, about, you know, and we'll get into it, things that were said. And they, a lot of people felt like he did the right thing. A lot of people are applauding it. And I have to say that this show is called What It's Called for a Reason. So when we get back, I'm going to introduce the show. When we get back, we're going to talk about uh, this Michael B. Jordan situation. And in my opinion, did he do the right thing? We'll be right back. This is The Adventures of Rogue the King and His Unpopular Opinion. Upside down, check my heartbeat. Oh, you're so sweet, and I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. I can't explain it. You got me caught up in love, love I never thought right of. It was so tame. My image of you focused on everything I do, and yeah, you were, and still you were. Who's it known? You would take it this far
star of Creed 3. And, you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad Science in Newark, okay? Corner kid, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> I did not say that. Misquote for sure. No, you did not hear me say crap. That we used to make fun of the name. But we back. I don't know if y'all heard it. Killing things out here. All right, back. Sorry, having a little bit of a technical issue really quickly. We just going to run it back. I just want to make sure y'all heard it. <laughs> so we'll do it this way. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot coming from Instagram. So this young lady, the young lady in, in with the red hair, her name is Laurel. Um, she spells it kind of funny, but hey, whatever. That's her parents' business. Um, um, so she's on the red carpet of, of the Creed premiere and she's interviewing right now the Michael B. Jordan, right? And um, the rest is history. I'll let you hear what, what is talked about, and then I'll comment on it. There And the star of Creed 3. And, you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad Science in Newark, okay? Corner kid, right? <laughs> no, I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say crap. I said we used to make fun of the name. But, yeah, he is obviously killing things out here. How is the difference between you actually directing and working with the same people that you were directed with versus? Uh, it, it was it was awesome. You know, I'm having, it's a family vibe. Yeah. Last nine, nine years of my life, um, I spent on the Creed films. Uh, they're very supportive. You know, Tessa, uh, Felicia, Rashad, Wood Harris, people that see me grow up. And uh, for the fact that I stepped behind the camera and finally got a chance to direct them, they, they, they loved it. They embraced it. And uh, it was a wonderful experience. And was it difficult for you mentally because you're coming out of a different space? I mean, I was staying in it. This is about y'all. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, the director. Right. So, you know, it goes on. It goes on. And, you know, Jonathan Majors comes in and interrupts the interview, which I, I absolutely hate when people do that. But Michael B. Jordan kind of helped him interview, um, interrupt the interview. Um, everybody was like, oh, yeah, he was. That's what's up. That was he had a moment. Let him have his moment. And I'm like. This is why she called you. <laughs> this is why she called you corny in the first place. Once you corny, kind of always corny. You know what I mean? Like, cool is like, you know what I mean? Like, if you cool, that's not something that you can always teach somebody to be. You know what I mean? If you like, if you got your ways about you, you got your ways about you. And if people think that's corny, that's fine, right? I think there's a difference between being corny and being weird, right? But I actually think that there's validity to what he's saying because he was offended by it. Follow me. And it don't it don't really matter like it I, well it kind of does matter because I think it's corny to bring it up, thereby making you corny at least in that moment. But taking it further, like yo, there might be truth to what you feel like she said because you gotta act like this in this moment. You <laughs> you took the shine off of the moment to highlight her in that moment and what she might may or may not have said about you 
a couple of years ago on a podcast. We all got, we all glow up. Let me not say all of us, but a lot of people have glown, have, have glown up or glowed up, however you want to say it, right? So it's not necessarily a knock, right? Like, yo, in middle school, in high school, you were this cat. In high school, we used to make fun of you because your name is Michael Michael Jordan. We used to make fun of you for that. Yes, we did. Everybody got made fun of in school, from the popular kids to the to the lame kids to the cats that was in the middle, who like like the middle slash popular lane, like me. You know what I'm saying? Like we and I had to I had to rise through the ranks. So I guess I feel a certain way about it, certain way about it because. I had to earn my stripes, you know what I'm saying? And so I get where he's coming from, but at the, you know, but at the same time like I didn't really like when I got quote unquote there and it's not even a place to attain, right? Cuz cuz when you get older you just realize like people are just people. There's really no such thing as like there's such thing as popular as like well you well liked amongst a lot of people, right? But who really cares about that at the end of the day? Like when you grow up and you mature, you realize that none of that matters. A lot of people's opinion don't matter and all of that type of stuff. But I I was that kid where it was just me and my sister and my cousin, right? Me, my sister and my cousin, a lot of other people, they, and, and we weren't, we didn't, my parents didn't grow up in that neighborhood. They didn't grow up in that neighborhood. So we don't, we didn't know a lot of people. So it's not like I came into the game knowing a whole bunch of people. I had to go through the ranks. I had to rise through the ranks, quote unquote, meet people, you know what I mean? Get talked about, get laughed at or whatever, not be liked or whatever, for people to actually get to know me and say, Keith is actually quite cool. And by the time I'm, I'm, I hit my sophomore slash junior year, it's like, yo, that's that's the homie. You know what I'm saying? You it's it's a show and prove type of thing. Not even that you, you know what I mean, but in high, let's talk about it. In high school and middle school, that stuff really matters. I always talk about how middle school was my like real formative years. It made me not care. It made me I had I, I went through a depression at that time. And so I, I can understand why middle schoolers they they sad, sad to say they take their lives and stuff like that. I, I not to say I get it, but I do understand and I can empathize. But those were the formative years. At thirty six, which Michael B. Jordan is, at thirty six, you should understand that middle school, high school, yeah, we used to call him that. We used to make fun of him for his name being Michael, being, being Michael Jordan. Yes, we did. Yes. Did I call you corny in the interview? We'll, we'll get to that. But, you know, I, I'm like, why? My I guess my point is this. Why does it bother you so much? It, and let me, and don't say that it didn't bother him because it bothered him enough for him to mention it to her. And don't say that he had to flex on her because he didn't. His whole life is a flex right now. His whole life is a flex. I'm on, I'm people's sexiest man alive. All, you know what I mean? I'm on a lot of women's wish list. I'm in all of these films. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm this and that. I'm doing this. I'm on a, you know, I'm coach. I'm a coach spokesman. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I'm doing 
alcohol commercials. I'm I'm at the All Star game. I'm dating one of the one of the most sought after women in in Hollywood who don't even act or have any sort of talent other than being Steve Harvey's adopted adopted daughter or whatever it might be. I'm Michael B. Jordan. This it reminds me, and I was telling a friend this. It reminds me of when Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan the Michael Jordan brought out the person that he lost his spot to on the sophomore on the, like on the varsity team, his sophomore year, he lost out to somebody. And, but that person, he brought him out to, to the, uh, to the hall of fame. He brought him out to the hall of fame ceremony where he was getting inducted into the hall of fame bought him a ticket, the whole nine and everything, just to point at him and tell him that he made it. You're Michael Jeffrey Jordan. You are Air Jordan. You are the you are the Black Panther or, or Panther, whatever they called you. you. He had all of these names. You made it to the NBA, and you are arguably, up, up until this point, you're arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. You got the most iconic shoes of all time, and you still felt like you had to bring that man and, and humiliate him all up to, to bring him out. And humiliate him because he beat you out on a basketball team in the 10th grade? Fam, the moment that you got drafted number three, you made it. The moment that you got drafted number three, you got your get back. The moment, the moment that you your shoes sold what they sold, you did it. The moment that you went to UNC, the moment that you became a Tar Heel and I didn't, you did it. I think that is super whack. I do. And I think there's a lot of validity to what she's saying, which is why he was so upset, which is why he was so tight-faced talking to her, looking at her like this, like looking at her like side eye, like, you know you was corny in middle school slash high school. You know that. Cut it out. I don't understand the vitriol. I don't understand. I don't, and I don't, and I, but I do understand what every, why everybody's happy about it. Like, and everybody's like, yeah, do your thing. I'm like, it's like, that's petty. My life is a flex. I would have respected it more if I would have respected it. If, say you feel away, right? I'm not even going to mention it to you. I'm not even going to mention it to you. I'm going to say, yeah, we did. We did see, yo, we did go to high school together. You know what I'm saying? Or or if you found a cool way to do it, but you can't find a cool way to do it because you corny. That's corny. To me, at 33, people's actions are corny. Not, not just not how you dress, not how you talk, how you move and how you treat people. That's corny to me. And they're like, yo, there's some validity to what what to what you feel like she said because you feel hurt by it. Fam, you was on the wire at 14 years old. You on HBO at 14 years old, and you care about that. I think it's whack, yo. I think it's whack. Here's in in, in a perfect world, here's in a perfect world in that moment, 
I would and if I felt like I, I if I had animosity or something towards her, I just would have gave her a hug or said hello and not gave her an interview. And then she would have, and then you know what I mean? Like I just would have been like, yo, you know what I mean? Hey, how you doing? Great to see you again. And kept it pushing. But I'm going to talk to you like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you did, yeah, yeah. Remember, I'm I'm the corny dude. I'm the corny dude. Like, that's corny, dog. <laughs> that's corny. So, yeah, you the corny dude from high school. Yeah, you are. And ain't no amount of money going to make you uncorny. Ain't no amount of, ain't no amount of women going to make you uncorny. Ain't no amount of uh, status going to make you uncorny. You are what you are. And you proving it. That's corny. That's whack. I wouldn't even have mentioned it. You know how many times somebody, you know I mean, somebody that I'm cool with now that wasn't cool with me in middle school, you know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? Or the, maybe like a conversation comes up and I'm like, nah, you wasn't rocking with me back then. I was, you know what I mean? I don't really care now. But, you know what I mean? They don't know till like late. Like, why you ain't say? It? I'm like, cause that would have been, I, like, I don't really, I don't really care like that. But he cared, right? There's a certain there's a certain way in which he views himself that he was upset that other people didn't view him at. I don't care. I don't care. Being famous don't make you uncorny. And I I'll admit, maybe I got a little bit of bias because I'm not the biggest Michael B. Jordan fan. But I think I see past, like, I don't see what a lot of people see. I just don't see. I think he looks like a regular, handsome dude. I don't think it's, I, I just think he's a regular black man. You know what I'm saying? Like, dime a dozen, in my opinion. But it's not for me to see. I'm a heterosexual black man, so it don't really matter to me. Y'all have a field day. Y'all have at it. If y'all see it, y'all see it. Praise God. But, you know what I mean? The acting chops ain't there for me. And that's where I kind of get like, come on, man. Y'all got to see. Y'all can't be that blind. He ain't that fine to where y'all can't see that this dude ain't the greatest actor in the world. But that's neither here nor there. Or maybe it's both here and there. I don't know just yet. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, that's corny. And if you weren't corny before, you're corny now. Because that was corny. Yo, it was great to see you. Yes, we do go way back. Look at us now. Take the high road. And maybe maybe in, in his mind that was the high road. And why are you listening to it? He was like, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. How did you? Why are you hearing this podcast? Who brought it to your desk? Who brought it to your table? Who, who told you to listen to this? That's who you need to be mad at. Like, why are you bringing this news to my table? Oh, yeah, they called me corny. Like, and in, in his defense, even if it wasn't her saying anything, the person, her co-host sounds exactly like her. So let's take a listen really quickly. But I just want to say, I just want to say, if you weren't corny before, Michael B. Jordan, you're corny now. I think that was very lame of you. And <laughs> I think that's really lame of you, dog. For to talk about to to bring up a podcast from 2021 from two years ago to talk about it now. Fam, I'm at your red carpet event that for a movie that you directed and are starring in. You don't have to mention that. You don't have to mention it. 
check that out. Michael B. Jordan is just like a nice, corny guy. And I don't mean that as a slight, right? I don't mean it as a slight. Michael B. Jordan is a nice, corny guy. Corny don't have to be a bad thing. In this case, it is, though. Corny don't have to be a bad thing. But in your case, it is right now. Because there's two ways to be corny. There's to be corny, the um, the paid in full type of way. Like, yo, I just I, I just want to make my money, be at home with my lady. You know what I mean? Be chill, be out the way. You know what I mean? Like, yo, be a well-to-do type of person. I want to be corny in that way, right? There's a way to be corny. And then there's the, a way to be corny like this. Remember you said I was corny on your podcast two, two years ago? Like, fam, you win. You win the life. The, you win the life contest, I guess, if this is what we were shooting for. I mean, we all know that the nice, corny guys treat you the best. You know? We all know that the nice, corny guys treat you the best. So are you trying to shed this image? Bro, she's describing you to a T. It's known around the 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 industry that you're corny. They've... She's not the first person to say that about you. This was said about you before that. They, this was said on my podcast. So when I meet you and I say, yo, I'm from Jersey too, you gonna you it cross your desk to thank God for the group chat podcast. When we talked about you years ago, when it was said like, yo, you you shoot for the white girls and stuff like that because a lot of women clock your tea and they know that, hey, corny guy might be handsome, but a corny guy. And it's okay for you to be corny. It's okay. Until you do something like this. Oh, it's so crazy. I went to school with Michael B. Jordan at a point in life. And they don't sound alike. She sounds She sounds exactly, she has a very distinct voice. And we went to Chad Science together in Newark. And to be honest with you, we teach. And I don't like the way that she says Newark. If you're from Jersey, you don't say Newark. You say Newark. N-O-R-K, Newark him all the damn time because his yeah. name was michael jordan like <laughs> let like let's start there let's he start was there. no michael jordan he was and no michael he also jordan. would come to school with headshots. that's what he really mad at he mad because you called him you said he wasn't michael jordan and back then that was like he brought his headshots to school who they're gonna give you a deal who they're going to sign you? I mean, the, the grind paid off, but I'm sure it didn't pay off by you bringing it to school, your headshots. That's corny. It is. Like in, in the hood, we lived in Newark. Yeah. Like that, that's the hood. You know what I mean? So it, we would make fun of him. Like, what you got to do with your little stupid headshots? Like, and now look at <laughs> and him. And now look at him. He got like phantom money. Fam, we bigging you up. We bigging you up. Well, yeah, I didn't. Exactly. You know what I really think deep down inside? I think that Michael B. Jordan. I missed my boy. I could have been in an aquarium swimming with the fishes, but, you with know. Hey, stock or whatever. And, no, you yeah, instead, I'm swimming in Mexico by myself, child. But anyway. <laughs> he gives me cookie cutter. And the only time yeah. I hung out with Michael B. was, like, in, L in L.A., like, at you right. know, Shay's house. And he's always just very, like. He's just cool. He's he too rich to have to be hood. He's cool. Every time I see him, he's just there. He's cool. He's very cookie cutter. He's cool. What's wrong with that? I don't know. Like, right. That's very, very sassy. Very sassy of you, Mr. Mr. Jordan. 
Very sassy. Boy, if you're taking millions and and, and go to and go to Hermes and get some stuff. I missed Yeah. I felt, yeah, that was. I don't care what y'all say, man. I thought it was lame. Thought it was lame. And I think Michael B. Jordan is lame. And if he wasn't lame before, he's lame to be now. And that's all I have for that. Peace. Upside down, check my heartbeat. Oh, you're so sweet, and I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. I can't enough. explain it. You got me caught up in love, love I never thought right of. It was so tame. My image of you focused on everything I do. And yeah, you were, and still you were. Who'd have known that you would take it this